Hey guys, welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and to continue as we wind down with the end of the year to welcome in an awesome new year, we're still going to have this marathon of uh, people in my life and in the world that I find very inspirational, impactful, just awesome, dope-ass humans, and um, today is no different. I'm going to have my my buddy Ian on, and we're just going to chat, you know? I've talked about Ian many a times on this podcast in terms of, like, conversations we've had um, just about life in general, and um, he's also a creator, actor, and a multitude of other things, so I'll let him uh, get into that with you guys. Uh, also, too, if you like what you're listening to, head on over to the Burberry Podcast on iTunes, where you can subscribe, comment, and review. A little goes a long way. And we're just trying to reach, you know, reach the masses in a in a good way. You know, the world needs more of that. So, yeah, a little bit goes a long way. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. I always forget. You can follow us on Instagram at the Burberry Podcast, Twitter, uh, the Burberry Podcast. Um, and you can become a patron, patreon.com slash the Birdbrain podcast and different tiers, different rewards. And, uh, yeah, goes a long way. And also on YouTube, I'll be posting more videos and all the good things on YouTube as, uh, time continues on. And if you want to get some merch, head on over to the Birdbrain podcast store. I'll drop that link in the bio of this episode, but, um, beyond that, Stay tuned, uh, take some notes, get comfortable, and just be ready to listen to a pretty solid-ass conversation. All right? Stay tuned. Rise above it all. Stay elevated. And create that infinity. Up your you. Up, up your you. What's going on? Happy hump day. Today is Wednesday, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the days are all blurring, and honestly, this year has felt like one long-ass week, and um, it's been crazy, but I think the blessing to come out of it is, um, you know, one way or another, we've all kind of been exploring just life, whether it's been in a collective way or you know, on a personal level. And, um, you know, my buddy Ian, who I'll be talking to today, he's no different. He's a very good soul. Just one of the humans that I enjoy, like, you know, just connecting with in any capacity, whether it's in person or just over the phone. Um, solid dude, very creative, very brilliant. And, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be on the episode today and we're just going to chat and, uh, you guys, get to experience, you know, one of the people that I'm grateful to call a friend and even more so a brother. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, Ian, what's up, brother? Hello. <laughs> How are you, dude? Thank you. Uh, I'm very well, man. How are you doing? You sound good. I, I feel okay. <laughs> it's been, uh, it's been crazy. It's, it's, it's been crazy. I think with the weather and also too, just like making sure I'm keeping myself uh, healthy. So, yeah. How, how about yourself? What's What's been good in your world? 
Oh man, well, I I recently took it upon myself to travel. Yes. <laughs> um, so I went from LA to Chicago, uh-huh. and I'm hanging out with my dad, and um, it's been good. I've been I've been here about a week now, and yeah. <clears throat> I'm kind of settling into the rhythm. Okay. You know, of being in a new place, having my my bones be chilled yeah once again <laughs> i was gonna say it's, it's a much different like uh in terms of temperature i think it's very different in chicago versus la although la has been pretty uh pretty chilly i've gotten soft since being out here so it's well it does yeah because you're a new jersey boy so yeah yeah you, you you think you don't know how soft you become <laughs> right <laughs> until you're in the mix dude how about you give them a little backstory like you know just just who you are before i like brag about you I, i'd rather you do it in any any parts you leave out i'll uh i'll fill in right um okay well i don't i don't know where to begin just okay. tell tell me where to begin <laughs> just um so <laughs> Where do we start? So one, I think one day, right? I... <laughs> the skies opened up, and uh, you know, God just was like, "Let me gift the world real quick, and let me give them." One Ian. day, I, I remember becoming conscious. Yes, come on now. <laughs> like I don't remember anything before a certain part of my life. Uh huh. So yeah. my earliest memory, I was standing on the stairs. I think I was two. Yeah. Because my dad was going to work, and the reason I remember this is because I said, "Hey, Dad," he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "How old are you?" And he said, "Thirty-eight." I said, uh-huh. "How old am I?" He said, two. I said, "Where are you going?" And he said, "Work." And I was like, "That okay?" So that was it, and it just locked. So that's my earliest. That's my earliest memory. Wow. And I don't. I don't know if that's relevant. Yeah. Or if anybody cares about right. <laughs> Well, you know having, what? Having your first memory. I think that's kind of, like, do you remember your first memory? Uh, yeah. It's funny because I'd say one of my first memories was around two as well. But mine was a little mm-hmm. bit more uh, traumatic. I got like a pretty sick injury on my hand. And um, now I call it like the hand of truth or like the God hand. But um it's just like this scar that's on my hand. And I got it when I was two years old. And um, yeah, I remember it pretty vividly. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I, I'd say that that's like my first memory uh, that I could think of. But like my memory is pretty, pretty solid. It's scary sometimes. And, you know, we're both actors. So yeah, we can talk about that. But we're both actors. So I think our memory has to be on par anyway, just because we got to remember a whole bunch of lines. All the damn time, you know what I'm saying? So remember lines, dude. Yeah, (laughs) you do that. What? I have the script written on my hand, cheat sheet, bro. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I think. Um. So yeah, I. So yeah, let's start there. So you're an actor, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, you can. You can. We can skate this one. Go. I'm a human actor. You're a human actor, right? (laughs) A human liar. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a guy who acts. Yes. The I'm a I'm an actor of the theater, but you're also a musician. I, yes, I act upon my impulses. Oh um, wow, <laughs> that's is, deep. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, all right. So I'll I'll stop being I'll stop being silly. Um, yeah, I'm an I'm an actor. Or I, I I you know I I try to uh, do my best to uh, study the craft, the uh-huh. art, the mm-hmm. arts in general, man. Like, yeah. Um, You're an artist. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, I, I like to fancy myself one, you know, I guess I call myself an artist. Right. Um, as you should, you are what you do and you are what you commit yourself to and yeah. you do the thing. So you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the reason that I'm always sort of kind of get like, I kind of get silly and like permeable mm-hmm. in with things like this is because I, I don't like clinging to identifications of things. Like I don't, and I think you know this about me. Like I, I try not to say like, like a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Um, Right. No, I try, I try not to say things that are like material and temporal. I try not to attach to them. I, I like to attach to broad um, you know, ideas of, of like I am, I am strong. I am, you know, grateful. Things like that, like I, I, affirmations. But when it comes to the world of identifications, yeah. I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying not to identify with um, these things that we just sort of for granted. Yeah. And based upon like conditions that we just we just assign to ourselves or we have assigned to them. And then we never, we never, uh, think about it. We never process it. Yeah. And and I guess like you could, you know, people, people are taking that all over. Right. Um, you know, you can take that idea all over, but I don't know. I, I, it's weird when, you know, people are like, Oh, you're an actor. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just a guy. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, I mean, I agree, and and not to cut you off, I agree with your statement. I think on a flip side, though, think about it this way. So, and I'm not sure if this was your experience, but starting out when when I first started acting, you know, the thing I would always say was like, yeah, I'm an aspiring actor, or I want to be this actor, you know, one day. It was always like a pipe dream, you know what I'm saying? And I yeah. think when you are uncertain about, it's kind of like standing firm in in who you are and what you do, like having some conviction behind it. So not necessarily for other people, but so subconsciously you understand, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. Not in a sense of like um, labels or titles, but just reminding yourself, hey, be sure of who you are and what it is that you do and how you show up in the world because that matters to you first. So as you navigate, you have a sense of you. Um, and that could be anything. It, it, it could be like, I'm a butcher or I'm a this, or I'm a, I'm a shoemaker. I'm a, you know, it's, it's, it's not so much, how do I say it? Not in a superficial way. It's not a, a superficial kind of mindset for me, at least it's more of a, Hey, having conviction because even for, a, a an extended period of time, I, when it came to writing, I was like, well, I don't, I can't consider myself a writer. Although I have, I have a bunch of stuff that I've written. I still didn't consider myself a writer because I was waiting for somebody else to say that I was a writer first. And Uh, also too, like the whole concept of, um, 
What was I, what was I going to say? The whole concept of like, uh, like, you, you know, and I think as actors, we're kind of reminded of this. We, you're not an actor until you've made it. Or, you know, there was one time I was sitting at a table. I'll never forget. There was a, a table, me and the homies just chilling and we were at dinner and I think they were going around asking questions and they're like, what do you do or whatever? And, um, one of my buddies answered for me. He was like, oh yeah, he's an aspiring actor. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I am an actor. I'm not aspiring anymore. And the reason why is because it's, it's important to recognize again, the effort that you make to be something or someone is not for not, and it shouldn't be downplayed. So when I think of like, you know, finally saying, Hey, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm this, I'm a trainer. It's because, okay, I work my ass off to be these things. It's not just like a title I'm throwing around. Um, and as you know, and it's like, you work hard. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, what you commit yourself to and what you do and what you don't, it's not like you're out here saying, Hey, yeah, I'm a chef. I'm, (laughs) you know, I'm a high class chef. And it's like, like, (laughs) I'm a chef. Damn it. It's like, Oh, what do you cook? Well, oatmeal, you know, I, I mix some oatmeal and I just sprinkle a little cinnamon and potatoes, you know? So I'm a chef. I'm a chef. I help what I am. But like, you know, I think in that, in that vein, there are people that are walking around saying that they're these things. And it's like, okay, what do you have to show for? And, um, yeah, like I said, I, I think, and you know, as I say this to myself, I say it to you is like, yo, own your shit because you work hard. And I think as creators, we just, we're always in that space of identity anyway, just because a lot of times we base our success off of the next yes we get, mm-hmm. you know, Dude, yeah, and that's that, that. That's something that I've had to work on. Of hey, look, there's no, there's no uh, affirmation that mm-hmm. you need from anyone right. to um, to let you know that you're doing a good job. Right. You know, because if you if you as a as an artist, if you work from a space of trying to please. Yeah. someone mm-hmm. um or if you work from a space of trying to get somebody to give you the nod yeah your your creation is inherently going to be s- sort of um <clears throat> just missing part of the process that i think is important in in creating something that's unique and whole right and expressive of who you really are and that that is obviously easier said than done. Right. Um, but that's really been something that I have been working towards of, of, and, 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 and when you practice it, you notice you're like, Oh man, like I am, I, you know, I'm seeking somebody's approval, you yeah. know, whether it's a parent or a friend, like you find yourself wanting somebody to say, Hey, good job. You did a good job. And that's, that's cool. I think we all need that as human beings on some level. Right. But I think it's the degree of which you sort of focus on that, you know, how, how much of, and, and I guess that's, you know, that's when, you know, uh, bringing the ego into art, like what Mm -hmm. is, what is the ego's place in art? Right. Does it have a place? You know, like some people would say, absolutely not. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't know, man. I kind of like, I'm, what would you say to that? I'm, I'm thinking about it now. I think the ego, I think the ego has a place, uh, but it shouldn't have, um, it shouldn't have a position of power, if that makes sense. So it's like, the way I see it is like, you know, the ego could be like a stenographer in the room versus like the person that's calling all the shots. So it's like the ego is is present for a conversation or present for um, things that are being uh, delegated or deliberated, but the ego is not in the chair making the decisions. The reason being is because the ego is always going to be hungry and the ego will constantly eat. The ego is basically, it has a tapeworm. That's how I like to think of the ego. It's, (laughs) it's like, it's always hungry. So it's like, yeah, it's it's like, it's always going to be making decisions based off of how it gets fed. And the funny thing is, is it's never satiated. So, you know, and as, and you know, this, we, we both know this. And I think we've talked about like the, the concept of like the ego as, and I bring it back to acting just because a lot of people may not understand unless they are actors. Like we are constantly wrestling with our ego, our self-esteem, our uh, self-perception versus the outwardly perception Um just how we exist and how we show up. The reason being is because we're walking into rooms constantly where we are told yes or no. And there are a lot of things that either have nothing to do with us or things that are based off of just like our makeup, things that we can't control. You know what I'm saying? So it's a constant like wrestling tug of war with like, oh, am I good enough? Or am I not this? Or why didn't I get this? Or that's not fair. This person got it. It's, it's this constant mental dialogue that happens and sometimes it can be destructive and it can take you out. And that's, I think, when the ego's, when the ego's making all the decisions, you know, and the ego is, yeah. again, is reckless and is very destructive. Death by comparison, man. Yes, yes. You know, it's, I think, um, yeah, you know, comparing your success to someone else and it's like, look, case in point is like, okay, you're vegan. I'm a meat eater and I'm mad at your plate of food because (laughs) mine doesn't look like that. Meanwhile, it's like, but I, that's not how I eat. So it's like, wait, why am I upset? And I think the same thing applies just in life too. Like not to go off on a tangent. It's like, you know, sometimes people are not happy for your success. And meanwhile, it's like, wait, you're, you're an accountant. I'm an actor. Why are you upset and butthurt by how I'm getting through life if I'm not taking food off of your table? And again, ego, (laughs) you know, that's the ego at play because the ego is like, well, why don't I have this? It's like, you don't have this because you're fucking allergic. (laughs) You know, it's like you can't (laughs) like you can't even eat what I eat because you're allergic to this. You stay away from this because this is not what you consume. This is not healthy for you. You know, so it's yeah, I I think you're peeling back another layer of of psychology there. Yeah. Um, You know, because like if if you are upset, you know, about the way that somebody is eating or Mm -hmm. it could be anything, then like one thing that I've been trying to practice is 
growing the awareness around that resentment yes. or that feeling yeah and saying why why, why am I feeling this way? Like, why, yeah. why am I upset right now at this? Or like, okay, here's a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, leaf blowers. I cannot stand leaf blowers. Not people blowing leaves. Okay. Just the leaf blower in and of itself. Okay. It's It's got this noise, you know, and I'm like super sensitive to noise and sound. Yeah. And, or uh, uh, sound and light. Yeah. <clears throat> and so um, this noise just rips my brain apart. Right. And then... And then I'm like, dude, what is it even doing? It's not doing anything. It's just blowing things around. Yeah. And, you know, and then I go into like, you know, how important leaves are for the soil and for the tree and for the surrounding environs and all that. And so I get upset, you know, um, on, on bad days, like, like if I'm having, if I'm just not connected to my, to myself and my breath and all that and. Right. Um, uh, I hear a leaf blower and I'm just like, I could break that leaf blower right now. And then I, and then I stop and I'm like, all right, all right, stop. Yeah. Why right. am I so upset? Like, why do I want to go beat that guy with his own leaf blower? <laughs> right. Why is, why is that leaf blower my arch nemesis right now? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I may not ever figure it out. Right. But, um, no, the resentment comes from my feeling of uh, it, it comes from an environmental place. Like, leave the leaves alone. Come on now. Let the leaves leave them. Leave the leaves alone. <laughs> I love. I love leave that. Leave the leaves alone, man. Yeah. Um, don't rake them. Just let them be. They feed yeah. the soil. They help wow. grow the nutrients. Like the. They need to be there. And so the leaf blower, my resentment for the, the tool, mm-hmm. the leaf blower, mm-hmm. comes from a place of, um, of, of thinking that it's, it's, uh, it doesn't belong. It's useless. Wow. That's why, okay. that's, why it, that's why it upsets me. Okay. But I still get upset at it. And I can't, you know, I need to get to a place where these I don't resent the existence of certain devices um, strictly because they make me upset. You know, that's something that I have to process for myself of not, not becoming upset when, you know, like if I'm, if I'm trying to work on something and a leaf blower goes off, yes, here we go, man. Right. Here we go. (laughs) Dude, I have that same issue. And it's funny that you say that because I've had the same issue when recording, podcast and you know as you record music you understand like the the importance and priority of just like quiet so whenever like there there's a plane that goes overhead or there's a car that speeds down the street or there's there's just like noise people yelling screaming talking like it grinds me and then i have to stop and realize it's like these people have no idea you exist they don't even know what the hell you're doing in this moment and you're you're mad at them because they're disrupting your peace, and it's like, but it's, it has nothing to do with you. People are just living like you are living, and that bothers you. And it's like, I think a lot of times we do, we make something a part of our home that's just not connected to it at all. Like we 
we implement it into our structure and reality. It's just, it's just doing its own thing, you know? So that whole leave the leaves alone, I think is, is a cool concept. And, uh, very, it's funny because it's, it's very easy when you break it down like that, how it applies to just life and how it applies to just people, places, and things. It's like, leave the leaves alone because they're doing what they got to do to, you know, do whatever they need to for the environment. And it's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. I love that. But that's like that, you know, and I, and I think ultimately too, um, you know, the, sort of the, the Buddhist concept of mm. no one is making me angry. Yeah. I'm, I'm letting myself be bothered. Yes, exactly. You know, it's exactly. like if, if there's a, if, if there's storm clouds, <clears throat> if there's storm clouds and it's raining and it's, it's cold and all that, it, mm-hmm. it's like the weather doesn't suck. Right. It's, it's the weather's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just it is my it just, my perception of it is it's bothering me. I'm letting it bother me. Yeah, I, I'm letting it bother me. Yeah, wow. The fault is my own. That's good, dude. Speaking of like you know, just kind of like you know, introspection and self care. It's been a crazy year for all of us. Um, needless to say, how have you been like? taking care of your mental health and how much of a priority has your mental health been to you? Like what, what are certain things that you do? Cause you talked about deep breathing. Um, yeah. and I think a lot of people don't do that. I myself, sometimes I'm just sitting here and I'm like, why the hell am I so out of breath? And it's like, Oh, cause you're breathing shallow because you are always in this, uh, kind of like fight or high tense space. So how do you like, how have you been taking care of yourself this year? Or just in general. Um, I, to touch on what you just said, um, mm-hmm. that that's that's it. Like when you, because when I become irritable, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, I don't. I essentially it's like this: if I if my body just breathes breathes on its own, mm-hmm. and I'm never having moments of conscious breath, right? It's not good enough, right? I'm not getting, I'm not connected to my body. Like it means that my my head and my mind are in a totally different space than my body. Yeah. And that disconnect is a rift that causes anxiety. That's, that's what anxiety is to me. Mm-hmm. It's that rift between where your mind and where your body is. Right. Um, Absolutely. So that, that is, is a concept in my life that I try to close that gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and some days are really good. You know, sometimes, sometimes uh, weeks at a time, I'm super connected to everything, right. uh, meaning my body. And I have a lot of present moments throughout the day and I feel really good. Right. And I, that directly, um, impacts how irritable I am, how angry I become, how, the quality of work, my quality of sleep, all of this. So, um, to answer your your question i focus a lot on my mental health because um over the last i mean since i can remember but um definitely within the you know last 15 years or so um you know i've I've noticed that i take these these uh these these troughs Mm -hmm. you know and then i and then i come back up and i'm feeling good i'm feeling on top of the world and i can do anything and then i kind of slide and then there's days where 
um, where I can't, I can't do anything at all. Right. I don't want to be seen by people. Uh, you know, I don't want to go anywhere. And if I have to go somewhere, I want to, I want to be invisible. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a really strange, uh, feeling that I've been, you know, trying to understand and ascertain within my own body within with my own being yeah and so i spend a lot of time trying to mitigate the amount of time that i spend in those troughs when okay. i when i drop down um you know because it used to last weeks yeah yeah and it's lasted months before yeah you know? and that's that's when you start to get into like depressive yeah. states of being exactly not even not even like oh like i'm having a bad day it's like I've been depressed. Yes. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> when is this gonna end? And and I, so I'm try, I try to take control of that the best I can. Right. Um. By by methods of, um, s- sleeping well. Mm-hmm. And and that's a whole you know that's a whole box to open and unpack. Yeah. Because um, like, how do you sleep well? A lot of people are having trouble sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Absolutely. Um, I'm grateful that I'm I'm not one of them. I sleep very well. But, You're lucky, um, bro. <laughs> what's that? I envy you. You're lucky. Well, I, I I think part of it might be just the way that I am, but I know that part of it is is because I do focus on um, eating what I consider to be uh, healthy mm-hmm. foods mm-hmm. for my my uh, body and and the environment. Right. Um, uh, exercise absolutely and trying to uh, I think one one of the big things is I don't and I have before before you know in bed or right before bed mm-hmm. um, you know staring at a screen yeah. or multiple screens right that to me is like ugh. yeah I, I notice that my sleep is extremely affected. Yeah. By the amount of time I spend looking at a screen and its connection to um, the the uh, like the proximity of that screen time to my bedtime. Got you. Okay. So if I go right from the screen to bed, I'm not going to sleep as well. So you kind of do like a debriefing almost, or like kind of you know you take yeah. your time to 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 wind down and then you go to sleep. Yes. That's yes. cool. That's really um, cool. Yeah, so I mean that that's a that's a that's been a big thing because, like I said, um, you mentioned you know how, how how are you working with your mental health and keeping yourself healthy and everything and mm-hmm. mental health. I mean, what else is there? Because if yeah, you're, if you're not mentally healthy, you're you're even if you are physically healthy, you're not going to be as physically healthy as you could be because you're not mentally, mentally. Yep. healthy. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. The mind body connection is a, it it is exactly, it is thus. It is right. (laughs) It is exactly that. I think it's like, you can't, you can't do one without the other. And, uh, you know, we're both trainers. So I think, you know, you and I understand the concept of like even mobility, like how, how it affects like how your mental health affects your mobility is like tightness in your back. You know, that could be oh, an indication yeah. of, you know, these things like tension, stress, like stress, stress, although like people are like, yeah, I'm stressed. I have such a, you know, a, a laundry list of things to do. And it's like, 
Yeah, but do you realize what it's doing to your physical body? And oftentimes mm. people don't associate the two things with each other. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, it's it's cool that you mentioned, you know, the practical ways of taking care of your mental health, because I don't think that those things are talked about enough. You know, people say sleep and it's like, all right, well, yeah, I just sleep eight hours. But it's like, OK, are you at peace within those eight hours? I know for me, it's like my mind, as soon as I go to lay down, my mind is like, all right, it's time to party. Let's let's do this. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, I've been there. Man. <laughs> He's down. Oh, let's 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 light this place up and let's just have a field day. And I can hear people saying right now, mm -hmm. because there's people that live in my head that, that say things. <laughs> yeah, they talk a lot of shit. And it's like, and not right now. They're saying. Yeah. <laughs> they're saying, well, um, I can't sleep and that's what's hurting my mental health. Right. So what, what I have, what I have sort of developed for myself is I try to come up with processes for identifying things in my life that I don't need mm -hmm. and asking myself what I do need. And yeah. if I am, if I can make myself available to the idea of change and adaption, mm -hmm. so what, what if I drink one less cup of coffee a day? Right. What happens? What if I stop eating so late? Yeah. In the day? Right. Um, what if I stop drinking alcohol? Yeah. What ifs? That was a big one for me. I stopped drinking in May. Mm hmm. Congrats, dude. Thanks, man. Um, my life is different. Yeah. It's way better. Um, that was something that took me a long time to wrap my head around. Because, but finally I was like, is okay, let's, let's just, let's start from a very clean slate. Mm -hmm. Um, anything that I have to say about, but about alcohol mm -hmm. is, um, let's just, let's just say it's false okay. <laughs> because I would just make an excuse, right? I would make an excuse about why it's okay for me to drink alcohol right? because socially it's, it's normal and it's acceptable. Yeah. Right. Um, so so for me, just to get to the point where I could consider saying, do I need this? Mm -hmm. um, what does my life look like if I don't have it? And what helped me find that answer yeah. was that when I looked back at my life, there wasn't more than a, you know, maybe a month um, that I hadn't had a drink since I was 16. Okay. 17. So that means from 16 to 29, uh, yeah. no more than one month that I ever go without alcohol. So how could I truly understand myself and my consciousness and my body and my mind as a, an adult mm -hmm. with that being, uh, you know, uh, a hindrance upon me? Absolutely. Right. And that was a big thing. I was like, I was like, wow. You know, well, if, if you if you position that logically, um, I can't I can't say that I know I can't say that I'm doing my very best because ever since I was 16, I've never gone without a month or I've never gone more than a month without alcohol. Right. Right. 
So until I can say I've gone six months without, um, you know, or I've gone a year without to be able to know what am I like? Yeah, absolutely. Am I really like, what, oh, how's it going to affect my sleep? Yeah. Yeah. So it's those little things, man. It really is, man. Like the little things and, and that's, yeah, I I don't know if alcohol, I think is a big thing. We, we, yeah, when you're, when, you know, and some people have fine, you know, the relationships I would say are normal. I, I knew very little people growing up very, I knew almost no one that had a truly functioning relationship with alcohol. Right. Right. Um, I just, I know a few people now, but, um, but it is the little things. It's the little things that stack up over time. And it's that way in art. It's that way in life. And that's part of what I try to understand and what I try to express in life and in art, because my, my life in art is essentially me trying to understand what I'm capable of right as a human being right right it's I mean again and it all comes back to self but yeah I think it's in terms of uh just the artist's life and I again I keep bringing it back to art is because we spend a lot of time with ourselves and I think this um this year for a lot of people has been a lot of self-time and things come up, you know, things come up or like you figure out ways to just parent those things as they arise. Um, and it's just what it is, you know, it's definitely just what it is. But, um, yeah, we're wrapping up anyway, but I wanted to, so before we leave here, what is your favorite movie? Whoa. Mm. Putting me on the, the spot. spot. <laughs> Let's do it. My favorite movie, dude? Yes. Favorite movie. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there's, oh man, there's so many good movies out there. Like I just, I just recently spent some time watching some like older mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say The Godfather because it really is probably my favorite movie. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and be that guy. Be that guy say The Godfather for sure. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy who says, who says The Godfather. Like, I guess I could, I could, and don't ask me to do this, but I could probably spit out, you know, five, ten movies that I would just consider, like, they're all... Okay. They're all number one. Give me your top but, five. Uh, dude, I just asked you not to. You, do said, you said you could do 10 or 15, so I was like, okay, let's split the difference. Let's do five. I know, but I also asked you not to ask me. <laughs> dude, you, you no, opened yourself no, up for no, that. You're right. So, um, so I recently watched some James Dean films. Okay. And I had never watched um, James Dean films. Uh-huh. And... I was pretty moved by uh, East of Eden. Okay. Um, I think it was Steinbeck who wrote the novel based on Cain and Abel. Mm, okay. And um, 
Yeah, I just thought I just thought it was cool. I just thought it was a good movie. Um, I know I sound like a like a lame, no, but you're uh, fine. so that would be. I guess that would be another one. Uh, on the waterfront. Okay. Um. Let's see. What else have I? Oh. Okay, so I I, I can't remember the name. See, dude, like, when, sometimes with these things, my brain just decides not to work. Yeah, it just shuts off. Um, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to perform today. With, it's, it's, it's that way, and I can get on a roll once I get into that zone, but it's that way with uh, albums, too. Like, people will be like, what's your favorite music album? And I'll be like, why'd you know? Yeah. <laughs> people ask me, they're like, I just tell them straight up, they're like, what's your, what's your favorite music or your favorite song? I'm like, honestly, I don't, I don't, for music, I know I don't have... Like I listen to literally everything, so I don't have a favorite like album. I don't, I don't know if I ever listen to, and maybe this is like you know shunned upon. But like for me, an artist, I'm just like yeah, I dance around. It's like I don't necessarily yeah. listen to the whole album. And I know like a lot of times there is a narrative and all this, but for me, I'm just like, I just go through different emotions and moods and thoughts. So it's like for me, I just I dance around. I really play yeah. hopscotch, and it, I like it better that way because I'm like. You know, this feels good. I want to listen to this. I want to check this out. And I just go through the years like that. And, uh, yeah. 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 So don't trip. <laughs> don't trip. It's all good. Okay. So you gave me three. That's, that's when I trip most is when people are like, what's your favorite? Um, actually, my favorite music albums, I'm I'm pretty solid now. Mm-hmm. If, if people ask me that, I'm, I, can, I can rattle off two or three. And I'm like, these are... These are pretty awesome to me. Yeah. Um, movies, I still have like a hard time yeah. with. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, but I think you did well. <laughs> you had one job, Isaiah, and you failed me. <laughs> But dude, thank you so much for uh, for sitting with me and uh, just just sharing sharing your heart with the world. And uh, but yeah, but more importantly, just thank you for being dope and like I said, being a breath of fresh air and light in my life. And um, yeah, I I I hope the audience just understands a little bit more, you know, the people that I've been collecting over the years and uh, why the why. So thank you for being you, my guy. Hey man, thanks for having me. It was it was a pleasure, mm. and thank you for being you too, dude. We mirror. I really appreciate I appreciate you. Thank you, and man. what you're what you're doing. So that was. I mean, we all. I always have fun talking to you, man. Same. So whether it's for for podcast or for for fun, whatever. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you, brother. Yeah, that's that's. That's the tea. So, guys, check out Ian. Um, you can follow. I'll put in his uh, his IG. But, like I said, he's a very talented guy, and um, he's an actor. So, you guys can listen to him on the Blackout podcast. Was Is that what it was called? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Blackout. Blackout. Yeah, Rami, Rami Malek's Blackout. Yes. So, and Ian is a voice on there. Like I said, you listen to podcasts. If you listen to Blackout, you've heard his voice, and... Uh, yeah, just get familiar with this guy because um, you'll be seeing a lot more of him. So, yeah, guys, with that, have a good day. Um, Ian and I, we're going to go have and enjoy our days, but uh, <laughs> breathe, you know, take your time and breathe. And uh, 
you know, do the little things to take care of yourself if there's anything you take away. And don't let your ego be the one making decisions for everyone else involved. All right. That's the T. So, guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Love you all. Take flight.